Hello, I'm Dr. Jamie, and welcome to episode two of what I'm calling my APA 7th edition Fundamentals. I've created this series as a way to support students at every level from the associate level all the way to the doctor level, understand, grasp, and to master APA fundamentals. It's so important that uh, if you are a college student, uh, particularly if you're studying in the social sciences, APA is the is the standard or is the the the, the writing style. Uh, there are others, but APA is one, and often APA is the one that uh, people struggle with the most. I, I really try to work with my students to help them understand why this is important. Uh, if you want to be a working psychologist, uh, this is, or if you want to publish, this is a style that you really must contend with, you must grapple. But to pick up where I left off in the first episode where I talked about how to structure um, citations, and I go through a series of citations. In fact, I'm going to use those citations. In today's episode, I'm going to walk through how to create an APA-style 7th edition uh, structure in Word for a formal essay. And so here are top seven reasons why students struggle with APA essays. Number one, it seems really difficult. And so students struggle with how to set margins, how to create fonts and spacing, and things like that that uh, can be a little intricate. And it can also seem foreign and unnecessary, but it's really important that you understand the formatting structure and why we're using that you are able to reproduce it consistently. And because of uh, this, it's so complex, uh, people who have limited familiarity with, with Word or they don't understand some of Word's advanced features may really struggle doing things like hanging indents or tabs or page numbers or uh, headers and footers. So you really do have to have some facility with Microsoft Word, uh, and that's really the popular program that people use, uh, and how you manage and uh, how you manage and, and, and use those, those, advanced, those advanced features. There's quite a lot of uh, misunderstanding about the formatting, particularly students who perhaps knew APA 6th edition. And now there's some things that are slightly different that are, are uh, different in APA 7th edition. And so there's uh, kind of a misunderstanding about how documents should be laid out, citations and references, and things like that. I think the probably the challenge that people have, that I've noticed students have mo most often is, how do you handle the references? How do you handle in-text citations, narrative citations? Where do they go? How often should you do it? But really, if we're talking about the paper here, how do you get that funny little hanging indent that looks like a diving board? How do you, how do you create that? And I've seen students do some pretty outrageously creative things to try to get that feature, that, that, that look. They, they, hit enter, they enter, they put spaces, and it, it causes quite a lot of, um, quite a lot of confusion. Um, so there are times when you're moving back and forth between um, versions of Word, maybe there's a compatibility issue, and, and that can often be, become a problem. 
And some students lack comprehensive tutorials or guides or training materials on Word or APA. And I always tell students, if you want to understand how to use APA, you must purchase an APA publication guide. It's about 20, 27 bucks. And all of the answers are, are there. Uh, so you, you must uh, get those references. But more than that, you have to put in the time, the practice. And uh, that means putting in the time to learn these skills, not when you're under deadline, but when you are a little bit more relaxed. And hopefully uh, this video can help you accomplish that. So I'm going to pop over to Word and I'm going to walk through how to create your own um, template from start to finish and understand how it's arranged, how it's constructed, and uh, you can follow along. Okay, so now I'm, I'm in just a blank Word document. So what we, what we want to do is make sure that um, to start, you have some basic things, some formatting turned on. For instance, you want to go and make sure that you have double space turned on. You can get double spacing or spacing by clicking here, or you can go to format, paragraph, and uh, you get the paragraph dialog box here. You want left justified. APA papers are not full justified. I sometimes see that. So left justified where the margin on the right is ragged. Um, body text is the outline level. You want uh, the indentation, at least for the majority of the paper, and we'll talk about the references at the end, to be zero, no left indentation, no right indentation. Um, and uh, the spacing zero before and zero after. And then you just want to make sure that it's double space. Sometimes you might have to change that, but you want to make sure that it's double space. So now you have double space, double spacing. I also want to call to your attention this little feature here called the show hide. You notice, I, I think I talked about that last time. When you click on the show hide, it uh, puts a little, it's called, I forget what it's called, but it's backwards P is what I've always called it. All right, so let's talk about the, the title page. The title page is uh, fairly consistent, and I mean, it's not fairly consistent, it's absolutely consistent, and it's really easy to produce. So I'm gonna leave the, the show hide on, and we want five spaces, and five spaces, double spaces are gonna create 10. So one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so now we have five spaces. Now we're gonna type the title of the essay. And it's important that you give your essays real titles that reflect the themes inside them. Oftentimes students will um, say assignment number one or um, a generic title. And you really want to give your paper um, a real title. So I'm going to call this paper Conquering APA Formatting in Essays. All right, notice that I'm using what's called major word case. Every word is capitalized. Uh, except uh, prepositions like in or those minor words. And for now, I'm going to leave it just a left justified. I'm going to just hit uh, a blank space. You need a blank space between the title of the paper and uh, where we start with the, the author. So the author's name, uh, let's, let's make the author Jason Bourne. Right. And uh, the university is... Um, the University 
of hard knocks. Okay. The name of the class is BA007 um, History of Saving the World One Paper at a Time. That sounds like a class I would take. Uh, then the professor's name. Let's use me, Dr. James McNeil. And then you want the date, so the, the formal or standard date, which is February 26, 2024. Now, notice that I have it all on the left, and that's so that I can show how easy it is to highlight with your cursor everything here. And then we're going to center it. All right. And now that it's centered, we're going to highlight the title of the of the paper, and that should appear in bold. Okay. Uh, and you can notice here that Jason Bourne, there's a little squiggly line here because Word doesn't know it. Uh, I'm going to say ignore. All right. Now, this is actually everything you need, uh, five spaces for to move it from the top. Then we have the title, we have one space, the, the name of the, the writer, uh, the name of the university, the name of the uh, class, the name of the instructor, and the date. Sometimes I'll see students do this, 2-6-2024, put that space together. That's not the correct date format, so it should be the standard date format, February 6, 2024. All right. And then what I'll notice students will do is uh, they, they will, to get to the second page, they'll hit the return. This is not sustainable. It may work a little bit when you have a, a smaller size paper, but when you get into really large projects, spacing your paper out this way is problematic. So I want to, let's go ahead and delete all of that. And we're just going to instead insert a hard page break right here. To put a hard page break, insert, page, and then page break. So you notice that we have, an, and you can see that when I turn on and off the show hide. You can see that there's a page break there. And the page break is sort of residing on a line by itself, so it's not interfering with anything on uh, February 6th. But now we have the beginning of the next page. What should appear at the top of the paper is, and I just copied it, is the title of the essay on the actual body of the essay. That should appear at the very top. And then we have the essay itself, where every paragraph is indented to start a new paragraph. And if you're following the meal plan, and I'll, I'll uh, I'll record a video on uh, the meal plan real soon. Um, every paragraph should be five, five sentences, no more, at least, at least three, no more than five. The introductory paragraph should tell the reader what's going to happen in the paper, and there should be a conclusion, and then there should also be uh, a reference page where the references that appear in the paper uh, are accurately listed at the bottom uh, in using that hanging indent. All right, so I prepared 
Uh, I prepared uh, an essay. Let me go grab that essay, copy it over. So I'm going to copy this essay in. Here's my essay. All right. To make sure that it, it confirm, con conforms to that style that I just said, there should be an indent or a tab at the beginning of every, every uh, paragraph. There should not be any spaces in between. So that's a new paragraph. Get rid of that space. That's a new paragraph. That space, new paragraph, new paragraph, new paragraph. All right, here, this paragraph is the start. It's the last paragraph that is the conclusion. So you should have a section called conclusion. Now, this is, I want to show you a little bit of like what sometimes happens. So we're going to type conclusion because it's a sec section. Uh, level one section heading conclusion. Uh, conclusion, if I spell it right, it's going to be centered and it should be bold. All right, very simple. But notice, I'm going to leave that sentence there or leave that line there. Notice what happens if I try to create a centered line, but I also have a, a tab here. Let's say I type conclusion and then I center. Ah, okay. Well, actually, what I was trying to produce is this. Sometimes this is what happens. The, the margin gets moved. And when the margin is moved, when you center, it gives uh, a, the off-centered effect. So always make sure before you're centering that the line is um, the left margin is, is set and it's not, uh, it's not moved at all. Okay, so you know, it's word thinks that enhances is the wrong word. I'm gonna tell it, no, that's the right word. Stop checking. I notice again that now I have my conclusion. Now I need to start a new line again or a new page so that I can have my references on the next page. So I'm gonna hit enter to create a new line, hit backspace so that it goes to the left margin because when I hit enter, because it thinks that I'm gonna create a new paragraph, it's already indenting for me, right? So just be mindful of that. And then I'm gonna insert another page break. Insert, page break. And there we have it. Now this starts again, um, references. And the word is, is actually references, even if there's only one reference on the page, it's references. I'm gonna hit enter, do the same thing. Center, bold. All right, now here comes the tricky part. How do you get the the hanging indent uh, for the citations. I'm gonna go grab the citations from the first video and let's take a look at how you produce that. Okay, so here are the citations. And again, notice that they're all in the perfect accurate style, meaning with this one, the first one, it's a book. 
So Wellful, comma, E, period, R, period. Uh, the name of the book, the title of the book is in sentence case in italics, the sixth edition, and then the publisher. We don't use the, the city anymore. That was part of APA, uh, APA sixth edition. Here we have Cossett and Hurley, two authors. Same thing, really, but slightly different, where we have the author's last name, first initials, comma, and then an ampersand that separates or separates the first author from whatever the last author is. But notice here, addressing value-based conflicts within the counseling relationship, how that is um, the title of the, of the article. And it's not in italics, but it is in sentence case. And then we have the journal, Journal of Counseling and Development and 92, which is the volume number. That's in major word case, where every major word is capitalized except of. And also the volume number 92 are italics, italicized. You see that same convention here for Francis and Duggar, two authors. We have the, the citation for a YouTube video. And again, all of this is in the last video. So I, I'm not gonna, I just wanna familiarize you with what it looks like. And notice also that it's just sort of wrapping around. There's no return here. And there is a return that separates wealthful from Cosset. There's a return that separates Cosset from Francis. There's a return that separates Francis from ethical illiteracy and on and on. Okay. Now let's get to how do you create that um, indent? Here's what I see students sometimes do. They'll like, okay, well, I'll, I'll make it, it sort of ends here. And then they'll try to tab that over. Well, that's kind of okay, but what happens if you do something like this? Then they tab that over. Try to tab this over. Then that happens. And then they try to tab, hit. It becomes a mess. Let's undo all of that. Okay. The very simple solution is to type everything exactly as you see it. No, just typing it, letting it wrap around naturally. Which kind of some I think that's I think feels a little bit counterintuitive, but once you do that, you can highlight the whole thing, and then go into format, line spacing again, and in the indentation area, you're going to choose hanging. Hanging indent is where the first line starts at the left margin, and the subsequent lines wrap a half inch in, and by default, a half inch is the selection. Click OK. And bingo, bango. We get rid of that. We have the hanging indent. And it wraps around perfectly. And I don't have to be concerned about it. it. Even when it wraps around here that separates 180 from 186, that's fine. That's actually the style. That's the format. But you'll also notice that these uh, sources are not alphabetized. Now, you could spend your time going, okay, here's A, I'll move A up here, I'll copy that, I'll move W down here, or you can highlight it all again and use Word's sort feature. Looking up sort, sort is under table, I believe. Yeah, oops, try again. 
difficulties that I'm trying to see around. Oh, okay, there we go. Sword. And we choose what's called sort by paragraph because each paragraph is its own little packet of data. And we're going to sort the text by ascending. So let me go back so that you can see that Wellful is first and Farber is last. And we're going to go back to sort. Watch what happens with no header row. Watch what happens when I click OK. I'll move this off to the side. Just like that, the citations are sorted. They're in the perfect order. All right. So let's take a look at what this looks like. Now let's turn it all off. So stretch out. Notice how nice and clean. the document looks even before you attempt to read it, <clears throat> all right? Here's a couple other things. You, If you are writing a paper that needs a header, I'll talk to you very briefly about creating a header, um, a leading header, and putting a page number on your paper. So um, let me, let's make the, go back to like, page width. Uh, the leading header is in APA 7th edition where you take the 40 characters and it could be the first 40 characters or any 40 characters that the author believes would represent the, the title of the, the paper and you put it in the header. So I'm gonna, uh, this is clearly, this is not 40 characters. So I'm going to just go ahead and copy this. And to go into the header, you can't really see it, but if you double click in this area above sort of where the margin is, and the margin for an APA style paper is one inch on every side. So if I'm inside one inch, I'm in the header. You can do the same thing if I'm in the footer. And then click out to get out. All right, so I'm going to click here and copy what I just, uh, paste what I just copied. But also, the, in the leading header, it should be in all caps. Now I could type I could type that over, or I could use words feature to turn what's highlighted into uppercase, and just like that. And the thing, if I click back again, um, back into the paper, I can see that it's sort of grayed out. It's happening at the top of every page. I also want to put, let me click back in the header. Um, if I wanted to, I, I could say that the header on the first page is different than the other header, than the other headers, or I could do odd and even, but for our purposes, we just want the header on every page. And we're going to add the page number. So just click over here for page number uh, and page number. You want it to the right. And there is your page number. Um, let's talk about, let's go through the, the essay very quickly so that you can understand. And this is the essay that I'm going to use in our next episode where I talk about uh, using the meal plan. So it starts off, conquering APA, conquering APA formatting in essays. In academic writing, mastering the American Psychological Association, or APA, 
Seventh edition conventions is crucial for college students. And notice that I've abbreviated APA because I'm gonna use it over and over, and now I can just use the abbreviation. Adhering to APA guidelines ensures clarity, consistency, and professionalism in scholarly communication. Despite its challenges, conquering APA Seventh conventions and college essays is achievable through understanding its components, utilizing available resources, practicing consistently, seeking feedback, and leveraging technology. This paper is a brief presentation of the importance of understanding the fundamental com components, why it's important to use readily available resources, highlights or highlighting why practice is key, and being open to feedback as an improvement strategy. Firstly, comprehending the components of AP 7th conditions is fundamental. Students should familiarize themselves with guidelines for formatting in-text citations, references, headlines, and other stylistic elements. Understanding the purpose and structure of each component facilitates accurate impl implementation in essays. Additionally, students must grasp the nuances of APA styles, such as rules for capitalization, punctuation, and abbreviation usage. We'll stop there. I often see um, students who capitalize things. Um, they capitalize uh, words that are theories or uh, sort of big ideas. And we don't really use an APA 7th edition. We don't capitalize except for when uh, the word is a proper word or uh, it's a person's name. So capitalization of theories or um, constructs or, uh, you know, almost any model, unless it's the, the, it has the person's name in it, we don't capitalize it. And students often don't understand how to abbreviate. Here I demonstrated for you how to abbreviate American Psychological Association. I abbreviate and then I can use it moving forward. All right, let's go forward. Secondly, utilizing available resources can aid students in mastering APA 7 conventions. Colleges often provide access to AP manuals, style guides, and online tutorials. These resources offer detailed explanations, examples, and templates for various citation scenarios. Moreover, academic writing centers and librarians are valuable sources of assistance for students seeking clarification on APA guidelines on struggling with specific formatting issues. So I wanna talk about how important it is to avail yourself to your university's writing centers and librarians. Just this week, I assigned a paper to my students to meet with a librarian because students often have library phobia. I had library library phobia, it's a little overwhelming. So uh, I think my personal view, librarians, they know where the information is and they know, um, particularly those who are working in the writing center, they have, um, very, they, they're very practiced at helping students um, learn these skills. Moving on, consistent practice is another key to conquering APA 7th conventions. Writing essays following AP, APA guidelines regularly helps students internalize formatting rules and citation norms. Engaging in exercises that require creating citations, formatting references, and structuring papers according to APA standards reinforces learning and boosts proficiency over time. Through repetition and refinement, students develop confidence in applying APA conventions effectively. Now here's the rub. Um, in class, uh, in the exercises in most classes, you are given those opportunities to practice uh, and 
oftentimes students resist those opportunities. And, and so doing, and so resisting, they, they fail to internalize these rules. These rules are part of the structure and the socialization of what it means to be a psychologist. If you are a psychologist, what it means to be a college student or professional, professional in whatever uh, academic uh, endeavor, endeavor that you're studying. So it's important that that becomes part of you. Furthermore, seeking feedback from peers, instructors, or writing tutors can enhance students' APA skills. Peer review sessions allow students to receive constructive criticism on their essays, formatting, and citation accuracy. Instructors and writing tutors provide valuable guidance, identifying errors, and offering suggestions for improvement. Actively incorporating feedback into subsequent writing endeavors fosters continuous growth in APA proficiency. Lastly, leveraging technology can streamline the process of adhering to APA 7th condition conventions. Writing software like Microsoft Word offers built-in tools for formatting papers according to APA guidelines. Features such as style templates, citation generators, citation generators, and reference management tools simplify tasks like creating citations, organizing references, and applying formatting rules. Harnessing these technological aids empower students to focus more on content development while also ensuring adherence to APA standards. And now we have conclusion. Circling back to the purpose of this paper, conquering APA 7 conventions and college essays is a manual task requiring dedication, practice, and resourcefulness. By understanding APA guidelines, utilizing available resources, practicing consistently, seeking feedback, and leveraging technology, Students can navigate the intricacies of APA style with confidence. Mastery of APA conventions not only enhances the quality of academic writing, but also equips students with essential skills for scholarly communication in their future endeavors. And then we have our references. Now, I know that these references don't necessarily correspond with that, the essay, but when, we, when I come back and take a look at um, how to leverage the meal plan, uh, we'll use more appropriate, uh, more appropriate resources. So uh, hopefully this gives you some insight and gives you some, some ways to think about, some things to practice, and uh, some confidence in developing or creating an APA structure or an APA structured uh, essay from scratch. Now, I know lots of universities, I sometimes provide my students with uh, a template, but you don't need one. You know how to do it yourself. And knowing, as they used to say back in He-Man, back in my day, the cartoon He-Man, knowing is half the battle. Have a good day.